Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Sounded angry then, didn't he? Yeah, doesn't? why are you so angry? I'm not angry. Is it because you were calling him names while we were on mute before the music was coming in, do you think? Mate, I wouldn't call anybody names. I'm not that kind of person. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chilled out entertaining me. Well, yeah, whatever. What have we all been up to this week? Um, not. Well, I had a match on Saturday. Oh, yeah, tell us. Well, uh, forgot, but... <laughs> Right, but you tried hard. We did. I'm uh, very proud of the effort. Yeah, we didn't give up. No, good, good. Didn't give up. Did, uh, did you play golf this weekend? I did. Yeah, well, any good? I'm not finished my story. Oh, sorry. Go on. Sorry. Yeah, go on. So you know how the weather's been rubbish, right? We haven't had a game for six weeks. Yeah, for one reason or another. We had like uh, bank holiday week, and we had a free week, and then like I think somebody cancelled on us and. And there was that game when you turned up, but they'd put a generator in the middle of the pitch or something, hadn't they? Yeah, so we had to cancel that on the day. Um, and it's been rubbish. And then we kitted up on Saturday, and it was absolutely baking, right? And I was, I think I got sunstroke because I was, like, mega real on Saturday night. You weren't well on Sunday, were you? No, I was mega real. Yeah. I was dehydrated. Well, at least it shows you put some effort in. Yeah, yeah, ran my blood to water. Well, if exactly. I'd have ran my blood to water, I'd have been all right because I'd have you know, I'd have had water in me. Exactly. So, did the uh, did the heat affect your golf at weekend? Just very quickly on his story, yeah. all I'm saying is there's two teams on that pitch, and one of them handled it better. That, well, you don't know. I don't know. They every single one of them could have been. Dying. Was it was it better or worse than my high school basketball score? Hundred and three. It was better, obviously. Obviously better. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. No. Well, you never know. Castleford and Wakefield combined have been better than your than your uh, high school basketball team. That's not They've true. conceded more points than us this season. Yeah. I'll prove it. I'll yeah. prove that. Anyway, how did the golf go? Uh, are uh, we going? Are we going after nine holes? Uh, level par. You told me one under. I was one under after ten. Oh, one under after ten. Brilliant. Yeah. And what did you finish? Five over. Some fitness issues going on there, isn't there? Yeah. There's not fitness issues. I had one bad hole and then it led to another and another and mentally can't hack it then. Yeah. Drop six he dropped six shots in eight in eight holes then. Um, after after being one under after ten. You wouldn't have made the Ryder Cup team this weekend. Exactly. No, I wouldn't. I've not even heard of half of them, so maybe I would have done to be fair. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, anyway, what have we got on tonight then? Uh well, just before we jump into that. Obviously, we, we have done the Richard Silverwood uh, episode, and we're going to put that out later on uh, this week. We're thinking Thursday, aren't we, this we week? Are. Can I just say, it should be called Epic-sode. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to say that one? I did. What, what, when he what, said, he what said time did you get to bed last night <laughs> thinking of that? <laughs> it is amazing. No, it is, to be fair. It's, it's very, very good. I couldn't sleep last night. I was that excited about it. Because you were trying to think of epic sales. Yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. And I'll tell you what, if you want to hear some some revelations, no, not relevant, no, yes, revelations, if you want to hear some of them, you want to hear Richard's thoughts on the game, you want to hear about his time at the RFL and his departure from the RFL, um, then, uh, you know, 
uh, that that is all on there, which we you know with a brilliant interview, even though we're not journalists. Could you call yourself a journalist now? I think journalistically, I can hold my head up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. There you go. Fair enough. Well, tonight then, uh, we've got obviously the round 24 review. Um, Bobbles' stats of the week. Uh, NRL, we've got a talk to me about this week. Yeah. Um, and the predictions league and the preview if you like and then that will uh, see off episode 101 yeah with 102 the centenary special with richard to come out Thursday. later on in the week later it's a two week. week pod we just spoiled two people. pod week it's uh, a two pod week we just spoiled people don't we yeah should be getting paid for this <laughs> i mean you don't <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway let's go there's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Uh, yes, that brings us nicely into uh, our Super League review. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I, I took a break a bit like our first game, Lee and Huddersfield. <laughs> that floodlights had gone out. <laughs> I just decided to take a break Bobby, halfway Bobby's through. floodlights have been out for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll check that later. Yeah. Right, let's carry on from where we left off then. <laughs> yes, uh, sorry. Uh, the first game is Lee and Huddersfield. Um, after... Uh, two days, uh, the final score was 34-16 in favour of Lee. We're just doing the first part now, we're doing it all. What, and then the other one to come out with the silver one interview on Thursday? Yeah. Like two days yeah. later. <laughs> Why was it not replayed, Callum? I don't know. It's Do you... it's one of them only in rugby league moments, isn't it? And I love the way they dress it up by going rugby league, making history again. Mm. It's never for the right reasons. <laughs> never in a hundred and... However many years. You can think of about six times where we've done <laughs> Done good. Done good in the history, yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, do you agree with it, starting from where it left off? No. No. There wasn't enough time of the game. What was left? 32 minutes? Mm. There's not enough of the game being played there for the result to stand. So I, yeah. I don't see how you can then go, oh, well, they finished on the 20-meter line, so we'll just start from there two days later. It's ridiculous. Because, well, we we were speaking, wasn't we, on uh, Sunday, Andy, and, and uh, I'm sure you'll you'll talk us through it, but basically what you were saying was that the big men now are all fresh as a daisy and that really falls in Lee's favour. Yeah, absolutely right. Well, I think there's a there's a couple of reasons. Yeah, one one is exactly that. I think I'll just take you my reasoning if that's okay, and then feel free to join in. One is, uh, as you just said, there's been no result. Yeah, there's not been enough game time played. So you either result stands or the game gets replayed. Not mm-hmm. or we'll just we'll just carry on. We'll just carry on at second play time. Yeah, we were we were winning this morning one nil, and we're going to carry on at second play time in the afternoon. <laughs> it's a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah, right. Um, it's Lee's lights that have gone out, so I think the advantage, I don't know why they've got an advantage if it's their floodlights that have gone out. And that's a little bit irrelevant, really. 
But before that, Huddersfield had just scored and got themselves back in the game at 16-12. Mm. So they're on, they're on the up because they've just scored as well, four minutes before, I think it was. Mm. So they've just scored. But I think the biggest thing for me is what you've just touched on there was the game's tactical. The game's about how you use your interchanges. So you've got your big men that are flagging. You've got fresh forwards coming on. Um, that you've got little men that have a chance to play against tired big men. Yeah, that's always been the history of the game and the interchanges. That's why we reduce the number of interchanges. Yeah, you know, and I just think that's ridiculous. You had a tweet out to me. I was just going to say, let me read you these yeah. couple of tweets out from Huddersfield. Um, so at three oh one, we're back underway at Lee Sports Village. Lee start the game, 25 metres out from our line. That was at 3.01. 3.02, they immediately reintroduce Amon and Asiata. I find that scandalous. Which surely everybody knew that they were gonna, that's what they were going to do. But they shouldn't. Mm. And, and you can't say they shouldn't be able to because there might have been an injury at, 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 like in the, at that time in the game and mm. they might have had to bring them back on. Yeah, you so can't, you can't say Having that. a dig at Lee but, for doing it. But obviously that's what they're going to do. And we, yeah. we said that before. We said that on Sunday when we were talking about it. But obviously they're going to bring Asiata back on. Mm. And then for Lee, if they've only made four interchanges, I don't know how many they've made before the substitution, before the, the lights went out. Yeah. Well, normally they haven't made more than half no. at that point. If you look at it that way, they've now got, they, the big men now can probably play maybe the, maybe all the game that's left. Yeah, yeah. Without having to make the changes. Or they make the changes when if they got a lead or something like that. I, I just find the whole thing, just I find it... Farcical. I, I, I do find it farcical, <clears throat> and I feel really sorry for Huddersfield. I mean, you could argue, well, they've got 32 minutes as well, but I think it all I think it played into Lee's hands better. I mean, it was the same conditions for both teams, yeah. but you're right, it did favour Lee. Yeah, but definitely. let's also not forget that Huddersfield had two injuries on their bench when they started the game again. Mm. They weren't allowed to name a new team because mm. it was the same game, so they had Chris Hill and I can't think who else, mm. but I know it's only 32 so they, minutes, but essentially yeah. they had 15 players. But they would have had, to, they would have had a new 17. Yeah. Mm. And wouldn't have been able to wear a different kit. <laughs> they had different shorts and socks on one Sunday. They had white <laughs> shorts and socks in the first game. They didn't. I don't know what that was about. Probably only got one kit. Maybe they'd not washed it in time. I was going to say it was in the wash, wasn't it? <laughs> Obviously it was in the wash. What's going on? Definitely in the wash. It did. Uh, it, it Maybe did. it was like Sunday League, you know, like where you have to dip in if someone's just took the kit home the week before and not washed it. <laughs> and then you have to like dip in and like go, oh, no, oh, I've got to get, I've got, I hope I don't get his sock. You know, one of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did find it funny that the, uh, the main match day sponsor for Lee was uh, the electrical engineering company that actually... Did the floodlights? Yeah, that did make me laugh. They were like bigging them up, you know. Obviously, mm. like they, they do the match sponsors before it. But Lee coming out on top, um, that hen that ends Huddersfield's playoff ambitions, doesn't it? I would have thought so. Yeah, and Lee, I'm not gonna because we're gonna come on to a little something a bit. I don't think it cements fourth place for them, but it goes a long way to helping that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, our next game is. Wigan and Salford, and it was Wigan who came away with the win at 26 points to 8. I don't know if it was a case of Wigan being really good or Salford being really poor. 
Salford have been Salford have been unchanged now for the last four games. Mm. They've had the same one to seventeen. They've won two and lost two. So the teams they've beat, uh, the teams they've lost to, sorry, have been Wigan and St. Helens. Yeah. And I think they beat Wakefield, and I can't remember who the other one was. Hull, possibly. Who was this? Sorry. Salford. Uh, can't remember. Can't remember. But they've won two or lost two. The teams that they've they've, walked, they've beat have been at the lower end of the table. The teams they've lost two in that four-game unbeaten slot have been at the top. Mm-hmm. Does that sort of say where they are? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Definitely. Um, well, they did... <laughs> Stupid things, didn't they? Like kicking it high to the fastest man on the pitch, and then not having a good chase. And then what does he do? It's inevitable, isn't it? And at that point, the, that really puts it out of reach. That was the one right was, on half time, it, it was wasn't 14, it? Fourteen six, I yeah, think, at half time. On that at that at that point of the kick, yeah. And then they go in, trying to make it fourteen ten, mm-hmm. and instead they go in twenty two six. Yeah, it's game over there, isn't it? Yeah. If you're going to kick it like that at that at that point, at least you've got to make sure that you cover that, haven't you? Yeah, you know, shocking. Yeah. Um, Wigan hitting hitting form at the right time. Yeah. Would, yeah, would you be surprised if they didn't make the grand final? Do you think they were shooing for the grand final? No, I don't. I don't think I could say anybody's a shooing the way the league gone this year. Mm. Are they favourites? Probably. Would I, would I say absolutely hundred percent certainty? No, yeah. There was, I wouldn't. Did you see the um, the high tackle from uh, King? Uh, what's his name, Bobby? Uh, King Vuni. I'm not going to say it. I can't remember his name, but I need Bobby to help me. I don't even say it. Go on, try. Vuni Yayawa or something like that. I think so. Something, it's close some, enough. Something well, anyway, that. that uh, high tackle on Bevan French, yeah, uh, and he got ten minutes in the bin, and it was like the most blatant high tackle, reckless thing you've ever seen. And he just goes to the referee, "Oh come on!" Like <laughs> yeah. sent it to the bin. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious, but anyway. yeah, um, Salford running out of time, but not hope. No, definitely not hope. You know, uh, I'm not sure where they sit now in the table. Seven, seven, right? So. They're two points off it. No, I mean, there's. I imagine they've still got to play the teams around them, haven't they? Got to play Warrington and Hull KR. There you go. So, they win them, then. They're in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It's obviously also worth mentioning that uh, Wigan did go top of the league with that win as well. Yes. On points difference. Yeah. Tight there, isn't it? Very. Um, So, we'll go to our next game uh, for the team that. Well, I suppose you could say has has blown a four point lead at the top of the table in the last couple of weeks, and that was Catalan. They found themselves on another loss to Hull KR, twenty six eighteen to the Rovers. I mean, they've had two really tough games, haven't they? They have to be fair, yeah, yeah, but you know, you want to win the grand final. They're the games you've got to win. Mm. They're the type of games that you've got to win. Yeah, um, even one of them would have put them in a. Yeah, strong position for league leaders. Yeah, exactly. You know, they got absolutely battered off Wigan the week before. Mm. And then they go to a place where a team is probably hitting a bit of form and is an absolute like, cauldron to go to, isn't it? By far the best home support in terms of noise. Yeah. 
No, I agree. And, and I'm just talking about general games. I'm not talking about big derbies, big games. Yeah. The general run-of-the-mill, Hull KR versus Salford, Huddersfield. Mm. Catalan with no away fans. Yeah. You know, they they, make, they they drag the team over the line, don't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and, and probably did uh, at the weekend. Yeah, Catalan's defence has been poor the last couple of weeks. Mm. You know, they've conceded 60 points there in the last two games now. Yeah, it's not the time of year you want to be doing that, is it? No. Especially when earlier in the season, uh, I think, was it their 38-30 win over Lee? I think McNamara came out and slated the defence, didn't he, really? He said it was a... a go- he, he praised the win, but was sort of saying we shouldn't have conceded 30 points. So, from a coach who obviously, you know, high highlights defence, to concede 60 points in two weeks is uh, is is never a... A good sign. They've actually had two and a half poor games in the last three because if you remember a couple of weeks ago, they beat Lee, but Lee were playing the week after the Challenge Cup final and running yes, out of steam. They were winning at half-time, weren't they? It was like 14-12 or something at yeah, half-time. Yeah. In the end, Catalan's run away. I think it was 30-14. Yeah. They ran away with it in the end, but they, they ran away with it because of Lee just running on fumes, I think, after the after Wembley. Mm. So they've not, had a, they've not had a good three, three weeks, weeks really, really, yeah. yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, it all hinged, didn't it, on the, the 60 minute mark where Steve McNamara thought that Julian Bousquet had scored. Uh, but Ben Thaler was right on top of it, a given knock on. And then they, they went down the other end. Um, they went down the other end and scored. But in, be- in between that, uh, Manu Mao, he got Simbin, didn't he, in the meantime? Uh, yes, he did. Sorry, um, all hinged on those two or three minutes. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you're right. And then, um, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Hulkow then uncatchable from that point with the Mikey Lewis try. Yeah, he had a he had another good game, and um, I thought Jack Walker had a good game as well. Mm. There's been calls from all KR fans to re-sign him, and uh, I thought he was. I thought he played really well. So did Schneiderman. <laughs> yes, he was instrumental. He did. And, and after uh, after it, you know, they've said that he won't be there at the end of the season. You know, he was mm. uh, showing a punk, putting himself in the shot window for the best term. Well, uh, rumour is that he's uh, going to be signing for Penrith, so he'll uh, he'll probably have to if he's he'll probably need a he'll probably need a good resume to kick some of their players out of their uh, team, won't he? Well, you say some, you're talking two. <laughs> well, yeah. You're talking, well, I think one yeah. might be possibly going. Yeah, he's not, right. he's not going to get in front of uh, Cleary and Luai, is he? He's not really a six. He doesn't strike me as a six. No, but there is rumours that Luai's leaving, so... Or possibly. Yeah. I don't know. He's not going to come in for them, though. He's rubbish anyway. Yeah. Not Snyder, yeah. <laughs> you think that Cleary makes him look good, don't you? He's... he's oh, I just hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, well, uh, moving on to our next game, um, and we're going to go to another team that now sits joint top, but third on points difference, and that is St. Helens, who went away to Wakefield this week and came away 32-16 winners. Yeah, I don't think, I know we're saying the the third on points difference, but I think they don't seem to have that ruthlessness in mm. them to put 50 or 60 past people um, 
Defensively, they're, they're always pretty sound, but I did think conceding six. Uh, what, how many was it? 16, 16, yeah, 16, 16. 16 points. Yeah. Ker- to, Kershaw got a couple, didn't he, in the corner? Yeah. Uh, you know, conceding 16 points to a Wakefield team that is really poor. Is, uh, well, poor. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the, the, I know, yeah, we've said it in the past, haven't we? The, the, they've looked. They've looked a bit more like themselves in this in this run of form, Saints. But as you said, there's there's just no killer instinct from them. You know, I was, I was listening to it on the I listened to it on the radio while I was working this one, and the the commentators were pretty much just saying the same thing. They need thirty odd points to overtake Catalans, mm. and it was at times it looked like they could have done, but they just dropped the ball a lot. Didn't look enthusiastic with it, apparently. So they never, to me, they never really looked like they got out of second gear for a lot of the game. That is, yeah, exactly. Some, right. Somebody, somebody told me that they'd, they'd had a mini break, and some of them were on holiday earlier on in the week, and that's how they looked. It looked like they'd been away for for half a week or whatever, mm. uh, bouncing off a lot of tackles. Not really being all that clinical, but they, they didn't really have to do a lot. Did you see the ban for Conrad Hurrell? Yes, on Will Dagger. Yeah. Yeah. I, is it not that, oh, we've said this before, but is it not that Dagger's done well to get the ball away? Yeah. Yeah. So rather than get hit by Hurrell, he's, he's got quick hands. Well, as, to he's, get it as, away. He's, as he's. Catching and then about to release. Hurrell's already started his yeah. tackle. It's not like he's passed it and then he's took a couple of steps and gone, ah, get that into you. The thing is, is when you see this all over social media, what tends to happen is they pause it at the point Conrad Hurrell makes contact and the ball, and where the ball is, but it doesn't show what happens before, as you've just said. So the ball might have been here, but if you've ever played... Rugby league, you know that if you've started a run, it is it's almost impossible to pull out of it. Mm-hmm. If he, he doesn't know where that ball's gone, Conrad Hurrell has simply committed to a tackle that a ball has already gone beyond his reach. He can't do anything. You can cause yourself injury by trying to stop that unnaturally as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's ended up with a, a one match ban. I think it was, but I think he's going to be injured anyway. So. Not mm. the point, but <laughs> no, it's not the point. But uh, and again, there's more injury worries there for Saints as well going forward, didn't they? Yeah, a um, couple of points. Well, three points if I can off this. Uh, we said, didn't we, at weekend that thirty-two sixteen in a game that they're not expected to win isn't the worst result in the world for Wakey. No, but they're just running out of games. That's well. The problem. I think they were expect they were expecting uh, the fifty sixty. Point de- uh, deficit in yeah. the, in the game, um, and it's not turned out. They'll it's, they'll be quite happy with that because it's yeah. obviously not a game that they were expecting to win. If they had it done, amazing. But it's I think they were. You know, if you would have asked any of the fans, go, well, we're not going to get the two points today. It's all about damage limitation, and they've done that, and that's what's happened. It's just whether they can get it's whether, whether they, they can, can get, get this next win. win, and it's not getting this win. It's what Castleford do as well. So yeah. Anyway, that's the first thing. Uh, Tommy Makin's an up to eighth place in the all-time Super League top try scorers. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, really so good. Getting knocked out by these curtains. He's done really well. Um, and I've got a question for you, right? Uh, James Roby scored, didn't he? Yes. Right. 
he's retiring at the end of the season, mm-hmm. right? And he and he, he scores. If he hadn't scored, but then he retires at the end of the season, yeah. Does he still have to do the nudie run? Yeah, he's not think? getting away with that. But he's retired, he's done. I'll say it, I'll say it, gone. No, he's not getting away with so it. So what you're saying, they're going to bring so him So are you in. saying he's not going on Mad Monday? No, that's true, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's when he would have to do it, innit? Yeah. Yeah. What was the other player that took the nudie run quite far for St. Helens? Josh Perry. Yeah, didn't he run through the town naked rather than just round the ground or around the pitch? Something like that. He got arrested, didn't he? He made more yards doing the nude run than he did when he played. <laughs> For his whole St. Ellen's career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was, yeah, um, routine again. A little bit like the Wigan-Salford game, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, our next game uh, comes... Uh, the uh, well, a bit of thumping, really. Probably, as you said, uh, good news for the Wakefield fans in terms of damage limitation. That was Castleford, who were thumped sixty-six points to twelve by Warrington. Yeah, as mad as it sounds, it's been a good weekend for Wakefield. Really. <laughs> yeah. mm. No, mm. after fifty odd minutes, it was eighteen twelve. Mm. Absolute capitulation. Embarrassingly so, I think. Mm. Absolute embarrassment. Embarrassment that last, that last what thirty five minutes. Yeah. Thirty thirty five minutes in, they've conceded nearly forty points. Yeah, not um, not good. Uh, no, <laughs> there's not really any words to describe that sort of collapse, is there? No, the one thing I did notice about the collapse was that, like, uh, when. George Williams ran round Gareth Widdop to yeah. score. Right, has he got like diving boots on or something? Diving boots. <laughs> Do you know the ones that keep anchored down to the bottom of the ocean? Yeah. Well, he looked like he was wearing them. Because mm. he just ran round. I mean, George Williams is pretty quick, but... Yeah, but he just like <laughs> ran round him as though he had these boots on. I actually watched that. I watched the highlights of that and watched that and I thought, that could be... The smallest start in how much start? <laughs> how much start would Gareth Widdop in his diving boots have to give Bobby over 100 metres? <laughs> Do you think he'd win that? I think he's got a chance. In actual diving boots? Well, whatever was in his boots, because oh, okay. they were just making his feet heavy, that was for sure. I was going to say, if it was actual diving boots, I'd win easy. Say that. <laughs> I lost to anybody in diving boots. I'd be ashamed of myself. I'd quit the pod. Saying that he was that Cuba Gooding Junior in that film, that 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 one. I can't remember what it was called, but he was really good in his diving boots. Is that Men of Honor? Yeah, that's it. Is that that one? Yeah, yeah. Need to beat you. Mm. <laughs> um, couple, uh, another point of this, I the enigma. That is Matt Dufty. He's an odd child. Isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> odd kid Dufty. He is, isn't right. he? So, one minute, right? One minute, he looks like some sort of cross between Billy Slayton and Chow Mitchell. <laughs> <doesn't he? laughs> yeah. the, the next, he looks like, like Ben Barber off Wish, doesn't he? Yeah. And I'm not sure which is the real version. You know, the real, you know... Would the real Matt Dufty please stand up? In in attack, he's, like, amazing. Like, he's really good. 
defensively, he's worse than Bobby. <laughs> In his diving boots. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's sort of been the story of his season, really, hasn't it? Uh, you, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say about him anymore. Because mm. one minute he looks at, like I said, he looks fantastic. Next minute you think, what's he doing? Don't know. Ball in hand, he's, he's electric. And he gets you on the edge of your seat. He's brilliant to watch. Defensively, you think, well, what are you doing? But even like a couple of weeks ago, was it against Leeds? Where he's, he's, they've kicked it through in the last... Was it against Leeds? In the last minute. I can't remember And he knocks on pretty much with the line. Oh, yeah, Leeds, it. yeah, Leeds. All you have to do is catch it. There was one, uh, I think maybe the week before that one. I can't remember who it was against. Maybe it was when they played Catalan. And Catalan put a kick through and scored a try off it. And he's not even in the picture. <laughs> it's like, where, where's your fullback? Where is he? Yeah. He was He was on the other side of the pitch. Like, he was just nowhere to be seen. But then he gets the ball in his hand and you're like, oh. Because you think he's going to do something. And he does. And he, he does, you're right. But he's just... I think you have to cop that. If you've got him as your fullback, he's going to get you points, but he's going to cost you points. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, it's it's what what outweighs the other, isn't it? Yeah, and it seems to be different on a weekly basis. Yeah, yeah, and it's not. It, it gets a bit infuriating, and it, it's it's very quickly becomes tiresome. It does. But Williams aside, you could argue he's been Warrington's best player. You could argue that, yeah. I'd be wrong. Uh, yeah, probably. But he stands. I don't out. see how a player who can cost you so many points can be your best player. I know, but it's just I just think it's, it's when one of his main jobs is to sort of be positionally aware. He is a proper odd kid. Yeah, he is proper odd kid. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. Mm. Just before we <clears throat> move on from that one, have you seen the? Uh, rumours regarding Sam Burgess this week. I read something today. Is this about his coaching badges? Uh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. it's not a rumour, is it? He hasn't got the qualifications. Yeah, it? apparently yeah. he's not got the qualifications he's, to coach in Super League. He's but, got to take a level three while he's at the club. But the RFL are making an exception. Yeah, yeah. willing to look the other way for a huge bag of buffets. Making <laughs> <laughs> <Like in> history. <laughs> There's a bag got... of lobster tails with your name <laughs> yeah. on it. It seems to happen in football all the time. Though. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, he's uh, not. Um, yeah, he's not got the right coaching qualifications. Maybe the yeah. RFL should do what uh, to Warrington, what the French league do to that uh, that Rens or whoever coaches. Oh that, yeah, uh, that is he called Will Still or something? Yeah, something like that. They, every time he wins, even though he wins again, they is fine he, him like is he still ten thousand or something. Huh? Is he still Will? Yeah, yeah. Maybe just do that. Fine, Warrington. <laughs> After every game, he doesn't have his right. badge. But you would think, wouldn't you, if he's been assistant at the Bunnies, you would think he'd be taking coaching qualifications. Yeah, but he hasn't he been assistant. He's been knocking forwards. Out. He's been the forwards coach. Yeah, but you think if he was in a coaching capacity, he'd still have to take the qualifications. Yeah, but he if he's there. only been a forwards coach and this Warrington gig's come out of the blue, yeah, maybe it's not. It's not been uh, like an immediate thought. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, that leaves us with uh, one game. And that is uh, Hull FC and Leeds. And it was Leeds who 
probably kept their playoff hopes alive with a 28-12 victory. I think what you should have said was, speaking of odd kids, Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> because they are the weirdest team. They, they are. The Matt Dufty in teams of Super League. They are. They? Yeah. The Matt Dufty of Super Just League teams. Cannot get a grip on them whatsoever. No. Um, this was the uh, uh, Sam Lissoni show, wasn't it? Yeah, that trick, funny. Yeah. See, the last try where he's like, Burst through, fancies it, doesn't he? As a prop, he's, he's got on the shoulder, he's, he's gone, and, he's, and then he's put this brilliant step in on the fullback. Who was it? Who was the fullback? Who, gone. Was it Hoy or was it someone else? No, it wasn't Hoy. Was it Shaw? Was Shaw back in? Uh, yeah, I think Shaw was starting. Yeah. Yeah. Shaw, so he stepped Jamie Shaw. Yeah, <laughs> bang, in you went. Um, uh-huh. Never scored for Leeds before, then gets hat trick. Yep. Uh, would you pick Cameron Smith for England with the Tonga series? To start? Yeah. Yes, I think I would. He impresses me every single time I see him. We got any? I'm trying to think. Because who are your top ones in the league, really? Smithies, I think he's better than him. Knowles, he's better than him. Uh, that's missing a really obvious one, but I feel like I am. But I can't think. He but was... yeah, no, I definitely. He's definitely there, thereabouts, isn't he? Yeah, or oh, oh, de- definitely not there. So and getting better and better. Yeah, I, I like him. I think he's a really, really good player. Quality. Still the third most famous Cameron Smith in the world, but hey. yeah, there's not a lot I can do about that. <laughs> that, that. Um, brilliant news for Leeds fans this week, though, with the signing of Matt Frawley. Oh God! Talk about underwhelming. It's just a bad <laughs> signing. He couldn't, when he was at Uddersfield, I used to watch him, I used to think, you are garbage. Yeah. Now you're going to watch him at Leeds and think, you are garbage. <laughs> I can't see him be, I mean, I hope he proves me wrong, because I don't, when I, you know, start slating players who haven't even played for the club, but it's not a good signing. It's one of those signings that fans see at, a lack of ambition. Yeah. It, it's it's poor planning, isn't it, almost? like Yeah. yeah. You, you must know. Cause, because I'm not even sure I'd have wanted Aiden Caesar to stay, so I'd have been looking elsewhere yeah. for a, a, a while anyway. So over the yeah. last, you know, they've lost Austin. Yeah. Right? Doesn't look like McDonald's coming back, does it? No, with he's had a child and he's... And he's like, nah, I'm going back there. Mm. I'm back in... I'm back on the Gold Coast or wherever. Why should I'm going Leeds? Leeds? <laughs> Isn't it? You know, yeah. I'm going back there. So he's back He's back in Australia. He doesn't, he's never going to come back. And then mm. they've released Tetivano today. Right. But uh, but signed for Ollie. It's not looking good. That one in, three out doesn't look the, the best balance in the world, does it? No. No, it's... Um, I mean, I'm sure... They've got other signings in the pipeline, and they may might have even uh, you know be sealed and and, and done already. But um, it's not looking great. I don't know. I just get the feeling at the moment it's just falling to bits a little bit because the chances are they're not going to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. which we've said before for a team like Leeds Rhinos. I think is shocking. <clears throat> yeah, after making the grand final the season before, which they only came from from behind mm-hmm. to get there. Yeah, but still an achievement in itself. Absolutely. Yeah. But since then, it's 
you, you've been waiting for them to wake up all season. Yeah. And they haven't done. Yeah. I said to, I think I spoke to uh, Callum about this earlier. I said, I can, I can see real problems at Leeds and I can't, I honestly can't see Rowan Smith being there much longer. And no. I, I can see one of these off... If they don't make the playoffs, I can see one of these off-season, oh, he's gone home, he's focusing on this, he's... You know, one of these sacking, non-sacking kind of things. If he makes it through the pre-season and they don't start well, he'll be gone in the first few weeks. Yeah. But I just... I can't see Rowan... Because he's, he's already clashed heads with, with Gary Etherington over uh, the Blake Austin situation. Really hasn't he? I yeah. mean, there wasn't there wasn't really much there, but it was. I didn't know about it. We, me, and Rowan talked about it, and mm. so you know, he's obviously already clashing heads with him. And you know, there's a common there's a common theme and rule at Leeds, isn't there? And that's Gary's in charge. Mm. Yeah, no, that, that's right. Um, so yeah, I think he might be gone. Welcome home, Darrell Powell. <laughs> could, be. could be, could mm. be, right? Yeah, it could be. Um, Hull, same as Huddersfield, gone for the year. Yeah, nothing whatsoever to play for now. They're not going to go down. They're not going to make the playoffs. If they didn't win another game now, it wouldn't surprise me. And again, what they've done this year, I think is pathetic for a team like Hull. Yeah. So, not even to be challenging, I think he's, again, I just think that's shocking. Yeah, no, Absolutely. That's it. That that wraps up the uh, the Super League review. Excellent. It's Boris stats of the week. Yes, Boris's stats of the week time. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How many stats this week? Uh, we have seven. Seven. But they are. Are they padded out again? No, but they are heavily NRL orientated this week. Mm. Was, there wasn't much coming up in Super League this week for stats, unfortunately. But okay. I got a couple. Okay, I got a couple. Uh, so we're going to start in Super League this week, uh, and stat number one is that Wakefield haven't beaten St Helens at home since two thousand and eighteen, and to add to that, they've only beaten St Helens. 10 times in the Super League era out of, I think it was four, 56 matches they've played. You think? Oh, you know. I think, yeah, I think it was 46. You're not writing 10. It down. I didn't, but I'm almost certain that Saints have won 46 and lost 10. It's just, just, it's just shoddy, isn't it? Is it? They're quite balled up these stats now, aren't they? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> they are, aren't they? Right, do you know what? No, do you know what? I challenged you last week, and do you know what? I'm not going to do them next week, and I'm going to let you do them. Oh, well, I have no stats of the week. Right, well, there you go, then. You've got one job. No, I don't care. No, no, you slag me off every week. Let's see how you like it. One job. Unbelievable. Right, go on, what's the next one? Um... Before the game at the weekend between Lee and Huddersfield, there had only ever been three abandoned games in the summer era. Uh, the last one was in 2018 between Wakefield and Widnes, and that was due to snow. Mm. Um, then we went back to 2015 between the London Scholars and Keithley Cougars, and that was sadly the, the game 
that Danny Jones lost his life in. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the uh, the game out before uh, after that, should I say, or before it, I suppose, uh, it was back in two thousand and two, and that was Hull KR and Lee, and that was due to floodlights. Was it? Hmm. I don't remember that one. No, I don't remember that one. Okay. Okay. Better. Thanks. <laughs> more, more research, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Stat number three. Uh, the Bunnies are the first team in NRL history to lead after 11 rounds and miss the playoffs. Which is a, a big, big thing for the Bunnies. I blame the forwards coach. Yeah. <laughs> Ditching him with two games to go, one game to go. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah, that's uh, not good, is it? No. Uh, stat number four is the the Raiders have made the playoffs this year. Um, do you know the Raiders' playoff points difference to get in the playoffs? Well, they scraped in eighth, didn't they? Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it's a minus. So I, I think it's minus 110. Mm, I was going to say, I was going to say like minus 73. Okay. <laughs> uh, they got in with a minus 137 points difference. What did you say? 136. <laughs> 110. Wow. Um, they are the fourth team to make the playoffs with a minus 100 plus points difference. And to add to the Raiders, uh, in the last 20 rounds, um, they have, in with 30 minutes remaining in the game, they have averaged five points. I don't think you should be allowed in if you've got a minus points difference. No, I don't. <laughs> Talk about rewarding mediocrity. How many have they won? don't know, but like you shouldn't be allowed in. Yeah, you've um, finished eighth. Well done finishing eighth, but we're not letting you in. So they're on 32 points, but it's not so... Would it be 14 wins? Because they get two buys, don't they? It's 24 games, 32 points. Yeah, two two buys. I'm sure they get... Yeah, is it two buys each because of the 17? Uh, would you let them in then if they've won 14, lost 13? Would you... If they've won more, would you let them yeah. in? Yeah. So they... If you've lost more than you've won... Shouldn't be in it, should you? How can you then have a chance of winning the grand final? That's, that's very... It's just... It's not right, that, is it? Not at all. Mm. Not at all. Um, stat number five is the Melbourne Storm brought on Joe Chan this week. And he was the first French-trained player in the NRL since Remy Casti in 2014. So almost 10 years since we've seen a French player in the NRL. That's good. I hope we get a few more, to be honest, because I think it, you know the, the international game would be a, a, a lot more healthy with a strong French team. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It'd give uh, us a give England a, a, a <clears throat> mid a, a meaningful mid season international. Be a better test, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. We could bring a new shirt out for it every year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stat number six: G- Jermaine Sarko of the Dolphins. Is the first player since? Uh, sorry, in uh, let me start that one again. Jermaine Osako is the first player since 1990 to be both top try scorer and top point scorer mm. in the league. 
Uh, do you know who the last player was to do that? No. It was Malmeninga. Really? Hmm. Okay. And who was that, sorry, did that? Jermaine Asako. Okay. What's happened to his sister, Naomi? What? <laughs> She's had a baby. <laughs> that was right. terrible. <laughs> I'm sat there thinking, try to put the two names together like he's made some sort of joke. It wasn't good. I got it, but I'm just clever. Oh, no, no, there you go. Right, what's next then? <laughs> my last Pua. one... Of- my last one of the week. Uh, in the 25-year history of the NRL, there has been 25 different combinations of preliminary finals, which means we have never seen the same four teams make the semi-finals. Oh. Hmm. How many times has that happened in Super League? I reckon not. Not that many. <laughs> what none? <laughs> So less than none, yeah, right. if it's not that many. Yeah. Or more than that. Uh, the say you would imagine that the, the big four would have dominated, wouldn't you, for a lot of the time? I was saying. Summit to look on. It is. Not for mm. me, though. It's for the stats, man. Well, you're doing him next week, apparently. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done, though, for mentioning Super League, actually, yeah. Well, like I said, there wasn't much turning out this week, but... Yeah. You had... We had less interest in Super League then than Wayne Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> and that's good. it. That wraps it up. Excellent. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife. That's a spoon. Yes, NRL time. I'll just run through the scores. If you've got anything to add, please jump in. Uh, it was the Broncos 22, Storm 32. Um, on the back of this game, I want to see what you think of this one. On the back of this game, uh, the the NRL, you know, the, the pundits are, you know, mm. they do that NRL 360, have said, is it time for a break between the final game of the season and the playoffs to ensure the quality? Because I like the Broncos through the game in do- order to... We rested about for the final. Fifty or sixty debutants in the in the across the NRL something this week, like that, something yeah. like that, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So they're saying, is it time to break between the final game and the playoffs in order to ensure quality throughout? Well, does anybody have a break in uh, a week off in the first week? No, you get no, a break right. if you win your first game, no. only for the top four. Would it, would it make a difference? No. Would they still do it if they had two weeks off? Would they still do it? No, I don't think they give them two weeks. If 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 somebody got a week off in the like say the top four got the first week off, then I'd say no because then you'd be like, well, that's your reward for finishing top four. So then, mm. so there's your answer, really. But um, give it to the top four. Yeah, there's your answer. Yeah. Mm. Um, Manly Seagulls fifty four, the Tigers twelve. Take that. Uh, the Bunnies 12, the Roosters 26, and the Roosters sneak into the top eight on the back of that. Uh, the Dolphins 34, the Warriors 10. Again, another team that kind of threw it, threw it just to ensure player safety for the finals. Uh, the Panthers 44, Cowboys 12. The Dragons 12, the Newcastle Knights 32. 
And I've got to ask, did you see the Dom Young finish this week? Yes. Because yes. that was phenomenal. Yeah, really good finish. Don't know how he got it down. Why don't we With prom- his hand. Why <laughs> Thanks for that. Why don't we promote him more? As in, like, in- English rugby league? Hmm. Is it, is, it, is it purely because he plays in the NRL? So well, according sort of to... Out, out of sight, out of mind type of thing. I don't mm. know. According to uh, Eddie Emmons, and he's not really English, and he's like Jamaican, so maybe oh, that's why. It doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, right, okay, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Do you know, no, do you know what I mean, though? If you've got someone that's like top try scorer in the NRL, etc., etc., he's one of the world's best wingers, obviously. Isn't yeah, he is. Why, why aren't we promoting as some sort of like poster boy? <laughs> don't know. Mm. And he's got his move to the Roosters next year as well, so... Um, You'd imagine that, and all the Knights had a fantastic season. Don't get me wrong, but you'd imagine that the Roosters are going to be a bit up there more often, aren't they? Roosters are a bigger club, aren't they? So they're so, going to, yeah. you know, you're probably going to see him score a lot more of those kind of finishes yeah. as well. Just, yeah, just think we should make more of when we've got people like that that are playing for playing for England. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Andy, the Titans have won. Yeah. Thirty-four, thirty over Gus's Bulldogs. I'll take that, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> that picked you up. <laughs> uh, and the final game was the Sharks twenty-four, the Raiders six. Um, and that was the last round of the NRL before the playoffs. Uh, the first week we'll see the Panthers take on the Warriors, um, and the Broncos take on the Storm. That's your top four. They get another chance, don't they? So they get, yeah. So whoever loses will play the winner of the other two games, and the other one gets that week off, as we've just spoke about, into the semi finals. The Sharks will play the Roosters, and the Knights will play the Raiders. Hmm. Okay. Who's finished bottom? Of the The NRL. It was the Tigers, Tigers, yeah. They're rubbish, aren't they? Yeah. Massively. Yeah. Um and that's it for the NRL. Excellent. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you what you talking about? It's like forty year old that or whatever, it still makes me laugh. <laughs> um We're gonna kind of want you to talk to me about who finishes where. Okay. This is like the uh we're probably like the worst people in the world to predict this. Well, I am. We're not far off, to be honest. Uh, but we're going to have a chat about who finishes where and what, who we see, who we see in what position with over the last three games, aren't we? Yep. Okay. So I think the easiest thing to do is to say, I'll give you the team, yeah, and I'll give you their fixtures, yeah, and you tell me how many points they're going to get, yeah, and then we'll end up with a we'll end up with a league table for the top playoffs of what we've got, yeah, yeah, okay. Right, so we'll start from the top. So we'll go Wigan first. They're on 34 currently, 34 points, yeah? Yeah. Now their last fixtures are Leeds away, Castleford at home, and Lee away. Who's the middle one? Cass at home. Right. Leeds away, Castleford home, Lee away. How many points are they getting, Callum? Uh... There four. Which one are they losing? Lee. 
Lee away. If Lee need to win to do something. To stay fourth. Leeds have got a massive say in all this, you know. Yeah, massive like the way that the way that, that Leeds of their fixtures. Yep. They've got a massive say in everything. Yep. Including their own destiny. Yep. But um so you're thinking they get they're gonna finish with thirty eight. Uh yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Bobby? Yeah, I, I agree with Callum. I think I think four. Um I, the way the league is this season, I can just see them slipping up to either Leeds or Lee really. I think they're I think they're the definite two points comes from, from um Castleford. Okay. I don't. I don't think they will slip up. I think they're going to finish on forty. Yeah, I think they might. I'm just trying to. Yeah, Catalans. So we've got them. We've got them right. Okay, Catalans. They've got Wakefield away. Mm-hmm. Leeds at home. Mm-hmm. Salford away. Salford away again. Depends what Salford do. Depends what Salford do in the in the next two matches. I'm going to say four again. You see, Salford, their matches are Warrington at home, Hull Care away, Catalan at home. That's not a good. That's not a good running to make the playoffs, is it? No. So they might. That, might, that last I'm game at, might be out of it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I might. Uh, I'm going to say six then. So you're going to go there with them on forty. Yeah. Bobby. I'm going to. You could have to remember who's beat who now for your predictions. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's exactly what you just said there. I was going to say four, but... No, I'm still going to go four. I'm going to say Salford is still going to be sniffing around somewhere. Okay. So you need to remember this when you've got your fixtures that Salford have already got two now. Mm. So, Saints. Lee at home. Warrington away. Hull at home. I think four. I think the... I think... The Lee or Warrington one, especially the, the Lee one coming up this week. Uh, they're lacking a bit of size. Lee aren't. It, it could be tough for them this Friday. So you think they're going to get four points? Yeah. Bobby? I'm going to say six. I'm going to say they're going to be my league leaders. I, I, I think with the Lee one... Like you just said, I, th- I, I still think they're still on a Challenge Cup hangover. I think they just got really beneficial with that mm. that win this week over Huddersfield. I'm I'm going to go for. I think they're going to get 38 in the end. I think they might slip up away at Warrington mm. with the and I'm going with that on the injuries and stuff that they've got. Yeah, and if they do slip up at Warrington, they might rest a few a hull at home. Yeah, which won't absolutely. matter with the other with the rest of the league table, but yeah. Um, but I, but they'll have already. I think if that happens, they'll have already uh, secured third. Yeah. So they might give people a rest. So Andy, just on yours, mm-hmm. you've got Wigan and Catalans both on forty. Yeah. Are you saying the Saints team stays the same way it is now? Are you, yeah. are you saying Wigan win on points difference? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Bobby, you've got both on thirty-eight. So again, same question to you. Yeah, same. I, 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 uh, I don't know what the points difference currently lies on, but I think Wigan are significantly better, aren't they? So yeah, okay. I can't see them losing by 60-odd points. All right, so now we come to fourth, fifth and sixth, yeah? Yeah. So, Lee, I've got Saints away, Wakefield at home, Wigan at home. And they're currently on 30 points, by the way. I think 
I think four points. Have you had them beating Saints? Well, I said... Or Wigan. I can't make my mind up whether Saints are going to lose the Lee one or the Warrington one, but I think they're going to lose one. Okay. I'm going to say four, though. Okay. So you think you think Lee are getting four and on to 34, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Bobby? Just, sorry, who have they got again? Saints away, Wakefield home, Wigan home. I think they're going to get two. I think they're going to get two points. So do I. I think I think they're losing at Saints and losing losing at home to Wigan. Yeah, so do I. And I think, yeah, this is where it gets interesting now because now you come to Hull KR. Yeah, who've now got Huddersfield away, Salford at home, Wakefield away. I think they get six there. So do I. What was the Salford one? Home. Home. Yeah. Six. I think they get six. They're on 26. That puts them on 32. Mm-hmm. And you're putting... So you're putting them on 32. Bobby? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My head says six there, but... Yeah, I'm going to go with six. But it also wouldn't surprise me... It, it wouldn't surprise me... To see... if If they did beat Salford then they'd be four points clear of them. And it wouldn't surprise me to see them guarantee themselves playoffs and rest against Wakefield before the playoffs. Which could be crucial at the other end of the table. Exactly. And it really wouldn't... Because there's no, there's no real benefit. So what in... are you saying? Are you saying two or four then? <sighs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say six. I'm going to say they're going to go... They'll, they'll carry on the, the form, but I'm just okay. saying it wouldn't surprise me to see them get four. Okay. And then Warrington, Salford away, Saints at home, Huddersfield away. What was the first one, sorry? Salford away. Yeah. uh, Saints at home, Huddersfield away. I'm going to say four. I'm going to say four as well, because I think they might get beat at home. No, they won't. Do you know what? I think they'll get six in the end. I'm going to go four. Okay. I'll put them on 32. Yeah. And you're going to go four, which puts them on 30. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go four, Callum? Yeah. Put them on 30. So that leaves that leaves Salford. Warrington home, Hull Care away, Catalan's home. Are they picking anything up? Because to me, off that, they're not. No, I don't think so either. I haven't finished 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and, do. And is that the same for Leeds? What's Leeds? Wigan home, Catalan away, Castleford home. No, they'll get two. Yeah, they'll get. Yeah, I think they'll beat Cass. So they're, so they're on. They're on twenty-four as well. Mm. There you go. Then. So you've got now. So the top six would be. Uh, my top six in that order then would be. Uh, it would be Wigan, Catalan, Saints, Hull KR. Warrington, Lee. You think Lee are going to finish sixth? Only on the basis of Warrington getting six points. What's mine's? Yours is straight. Pretty yours. much as yeah. it is. Yours is pretty much as it is. Bobby, yours is pretty much as it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And then just to finish that, what about the bottom end of the table? Again, as I, as I've just said, really, I, I can't see. So 
I can't see Cass picking up any points here. Okay, so Cass, I've got Hull at home, Wigan away, Leeds away. I, Be, it's all on Leeds away. Before before this week's game, your last week's games. Mm. Oh, it could be Hull. Actually, I sorry. thought I thought Castleford had a good chance of beating Hull this week. I think they might as well, actually. But I think they've got one. They've got they've got about. Uh, haven't they got about three players banned or something this week? Was it was it Castleford then? Salford, all the players banned. Yeah. It Salford. I know Castleford have ended up with some more injuries or something as well. Right. But that was that was. I think that's their chance to secure it. Yeah. Because if, yeah. They, if they win, wait for that winning too. Mm. No, they're not. But as a, as a, I, I mean, really looking at those, looking at the fixtures for Wakefield, Carlan Lee, Hulk IR, Like I've said, your head is screaming at you, saying. No points. No points. Nil point. But again, like I've just like I've just highlighted, if Hulk IR make playoffs against Salford and they go, do you know what? We'll put all our energy into playoffs. Let's yeah. just name the same squad we did against Wigan before the Challenge Cup, for example. Mm. Wakefield at home have, have played better this season than the other way. Mm. So Hulk IR, I don't think will rest players if they've got a chance of finishing fourth. Mm. Yeah, depending on what Lee do. But there's no there's no massive difference between uh, four, five, and six, is there? Mm. You get well, unless you they get finish. A home, you get so a home you'll tie. get yeah you'll get a home tie on four, won't you? Yeah, yeah, true. To be fair, yeah. The, but, and for whole KR, that's massive. It is, but the points difference says to me that they're only going to finish fifth or sixth. I don't comfortable fishing fifth, fifth and sixth. Mm. I don't think they will. I think they'll catch it up, and I think they'll. I anyway. don't know, there's nearly 100 points between... Yeah, three wins, a couple of defeats for the others, and I think, yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Well, anyway, we'll, we'll see, but... Mm. Um, so, you, do you think Wakefield are going to win one? No. So that's it. Doesn't matter what Cast did then, does it? The only one that they could win... <sighs> is that whole KR one. Yeah. If Lee win this week against Saints... They might catch them off a little bit if Lee have done enough to stay fourth. And Castleford have got this one, haven't they, this week? Yeah. Which is crucial. And you've you've got to say it's got to be another... If they're going to lose... If you say they're going to lose this week, which you, you pretty much are, it's another case of damage control. Mm. Because if, if, if Cass can win, you'd imagine that it's not going to be 66 points against Hull again. Mm. But whereas Catalan, you could easily see them putting 60 on. Wakefield, really. It's got to be damage control again. Who replaces one of these two? Do you think Featherston? Yeah. At last? Yeah. Featherston look the, the strongest, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I've heard they're in for Ben Reynolds as well. Yeah. Space Raiders going to yeah. uh, Featherston, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, oh, I've heard so, that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Got threatened. Right. <laughs> if he didn't come, going to get hammered. You're hitting me, Mark. Yeah, no, no I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, frightening that though, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Where's Yorkshireman to own a hammer since Peter Sutcliffe? <laughs> Did we say that? Uh, well, you have done. I've done, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, honestly. So, uh, just, just just to make sure we've got this right, we've had the worst caretaker in Andy last, <laughs> and we're now we've got the worst guy to own a hammer since Peter, since, uh, Peter Sutcliffe. <laughs> Yeah. I nearly said Liam Sutcliffe then, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> there uh, we go. So there we go. So 
Salford miss out, Leeds miss out. Uh, we've got a, a various uh, four, five, six. Yeah, and we've got a slightly different one and two. Yeah, mm. it's it's Let's thrilling. It, do you know what? I've loved it. It though. is the season's I, been fantastic, and in terms of in in terms of who's finishing you where, can't and that. it can you? No, and I think even with three, well, we have to have done. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> wrongly. Yeah, but even with three games to go, the you know there's nothing there's nothing that's cut and dried either either for league leaders to make the playoffs or relegation. Yeah, which I think is brilliant. Yeah, and definitely. again, something we should be shouting about about that way more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Move forward, podcast prediction league with six again. Yes, the Predictions League is back. So, obviously, we are joined by Brian from Six Again. Brian, are we okay this week? New, new boys. How are we? I'm good, thanks. Good, 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 good. Up to any how much? No, no, it's been it's been a, a quiet week. We've just been working, haven't we, all of us? Yeah, well, some of us. Yeah, Bobby hasn't done much. That's rude. <laughs> Ah. Uh, you, Bobby, uh, Bobby, Bobby was going to be in Q checking out their beds. That's why. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, were you? Uh, so their beds in being Q. Were you? Uh, uh, were you enthralled by Everton's? Did you get a point this week, Bry? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So excited! Finally on the mark. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got a point. Guess what? More than my United got this week. So yeah, one more eh? Right. So let's go over the prediction league then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, lads, this is as close as the actual Super League. Um, we had two spots on last week. Um, in one in the whole Kayafi Catalan game, um, Leeds, Jordan got it. And one in the Wakefield v Saints game, um, Warrington. Um, Noxie got a spot on. No way. We had six non Yeah, we had six non movers. Um, Castleford and Saints went up four. Warrington went up three. Leeds and Catalan went up one. We'll come back to that. Um, Callum, you went down three for the second week spinning. Hull FC and Insiders joined you going down three. Huddersfield and Bobby went down one. And Wakefield went down two. The league, as we stand with three games to go, Catalan, 400 points. Leeds, 399 points. Above Wakefield, on spot-ons, who also have 399 points. Brilliant. Um, and Andy's now got a three. Andy's got a three-point gap to Lee at that'll, the bottom. That'll soon disappear. Won't it? Ah, yeah, because there won't be a gap. So, sack this league off if next this year. was the actual Super League, right? I'd be Castleford at the minute. Yeah, desperately clinging on. Yeah, to survival. Yeah, yeah. You'd be. I reckon I'd be Leeds because I like won it last year, but now I'm rubbish. Yeah, and Bobby would be Huddersfield because yeah. he's two places below. Yeah. Callum. Yeah, you're right. So, mm. thanks thanks for that. Thanks for that whole FC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, boys, we've got Roy representing Castleford, Victoria for Catalan, Nathaniel for Huddersfield, Outlawed Rugby League for Hull FC, for Tony, we've got Hull KR, Hull KR, we've got Tony even, for Leeds, we've got Eddie, for Lee, we've got Forbidden Game. For St. Helens, we've got David. For Wakefield, down at Bellevue. For Warrington, a loose wire. For Wigan, We've got Johnny for Salford, we've got Phil, 
And returning after last year for the insiders, we have former Hull FC player, Rich Whiting. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Thank, thank you for joining us, Rich. Who I know will have a personal battle with Dave Merrick to see who gets the most points. Yeah. <laughs> Are we ready, boys? We're ready. It's a full week this week. Um, we're starting at Friday at 7.30. It's Wakefield v Catalan. 7.30. Um, I think Catalan will be too strong. Um, I think they'll bounce back. I'm going to say Catalan by 22. Yeah, I'm going to say Catalan by 20. Mm, uh, I'll go 16, similar type of result for Wakefield as last week. And I've gone Catalan by 18. Um, We now have five, Bobby, who've gone for Catalan by 20. Oh, good God. We do have a Catalan by 36, which is from our Castleford fan, Roy. And we have a game to play. What is Matt predicted this week? Oh, I think Catalan by 26. I think he's give up again, so I'm going to go 38. I'm going to go Catalan by 46. Wakefield by 40. Wakefield by 40? Wakefield by 40. How good would it be if he was right? As if they won the league on that prediction. Yeah. <laughs> he's third. He's a point off top. Nah, he's, got, he's gone for glory, hasn't he? Gone for Hang glory. on. Oh, it gets better with him. We'll come back to that. Okay. <laughs> Next up, Friday, 7.45pm. Huddersfield v Hull KR. Um, well, as we've already talked about in that one, I can see Hull KR getting the the full six points, and uh, uh, yeah, I think they'll they'll win against Huddersfield, who now have nothing to play for. And I'm going to go Hull KR by sixteen, fourteen, fourteen. I'm going to go sixteen then. I'm going to say fourteen, <laughs> just to annoy him. Well, I'd rather wrote it down. Fair enough. And I've gone OKR by 10. Um, you know, you've also got Catalan, who've gone OKR by 14. Um, but we do have a Huddersfield. And it's Huddersfield by 2. And it's from Eddie, our lead fan. Oh, another, another brave glory, isn't it? Oof. Glory bid, that and it again. Hmm, okay. Next up, yep. Castleford v Hull FC is also on Friday, and this one's at 8 o'clock. We've said on the pod already, Bri, that we thought Castleford might have a chance of winning this, but I'm not going to back them, so I'm going to stick with my 16 and go for Hull FC by 16. For no reason whatsoever. Uh, I'm going to... Pretty much say the same thing. I think this will be the one of the only, maybe the one surprise if they don't win any more hole, but I think this is the one they will win. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they don't win any more, but this is the one they will win. But what I'm saying is it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't win another game all season, but I do think that they will win this one, but it oh. wouldn't surprise me if, if Castleford did win as well. It's called edging your bets, that, Colin. 
Exactly. Right. Uh, I'm going to go Hull by 14. <sighs> I'm going to say... What did you say, sorry? 16. I'm going to say Hull by 10. I've said Hull FC by 12. Um, before I tell you anything else, I will say that Ben from Wakefield was a bit upset with Hull last week and he's blaming Hull FC on Wakefield now being third because he tipped them. We might um, be blaming Matt next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm blaming him as well because he convinced me to tip Hull FC last week. Um, but now, Callum, you are now one of five who've gone Hull FC by ten. Now, normally we have the last game of the week is the one where we have all the good predictions, but this week it's turned out to be this one. Roy from Castleford. Castleford by one. Um, Tony for Hull KR has also gone Castleford by six. Rich Whiting actually sent me the scores for every game that he scored, and he had it down as Castleford by three. Okay. Three. (laughs) What has Matt predicted this week? Hull FC. Yeah. By 50. I'll have C by 36. Or by 44. And not getting a bonus point this week is Bobby. All FC by 50. Oh, he's got it all. He's, he's bringing it all. He's bringing the energy in him, Matt, this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Ben's having kittens. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> Next so, game, last game on Friday is on Sky. It's a fri- obviously on Friday. It's at 8 o'clock and it's St. Helens, Feedley. Um, God. Could go either way. Um, well, I mean, when we did the thing, I, I, I'm going to have to go Lee because of what we were talking about before. All right, yeah. So, I'm going to say Lee by 8. Uh, I'm going to go Saint 16. Someone's got to win by 16 to give me some points. Might not. I'm going to say Saints by 10. And I've gone Saints by 8. Callum, you are one of only four. You've gone for Lee. Um, The highest score we've got for Saint Helens is by... Our Saint Helens fan has gone Saint Helens by 24. And Matt has... Proper gone for it this week. He's gone Saints by seven. Okay. Saturday, also on Sky. It's a quarter to three. It's Leeds v Wigan. Uh, it's tough this because Wigan want to obviously keep top and Leeds want to keep playoff hopes alive, but I think Wigan are stronger and. Um, uh, I'm gonna go Wigan by sixteen. Yeah, so am I. That spoiled little face, then, didn't it? No, <laughs> no. Well, yeah, it's, it's only right that you copy someone above you, isn't it? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Wigan by eighteen. Oh, you're gonna say sixteen? Then that'd be well funny. And I've gone Wigan by fourteen. Um, first, first things first is 
Bobby, is that why you said Hulk KR by 14? Because Callum's above you and you copied him. Uh, uh, um, no, I said it first and Callum copied me. <laughs> and you are now both... Um, there's just one other who've gone Wigan by 16 and I've seen Talents fan. Um, only two have gone for Leeds, one being Eddie. And the other one is Tony for Hulk KR who said Leeds by two. Okay. And lastly, boys... On Sunday, a quarter to one. It's on Channel 4. It's Salford v. Warrington. Um, I like the fact that this game's on telly all weekend. Mm. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, I'll think Warrington... Yeah, we'll, we'll put that daylight in. So, Warrington 16. Um, Warrington 20. I'm going to go Warrington 14. And I've gone Warrington by six. Um, only three have gone for Salford. Sorry, four. Um, one is the Insiders, who've gone Salford by eight. One St. Helens, who've gone Salford by six. Hull FC, the Outlawed Rugby League, has gone Salford by one. And to keep up to everything that's happened this season so far, Warrington have actually gone Salford by four. <laughs> but Phil, for Salford, has gone Warrington by ten due to the bands that they are currently appealing as we speak. And that's it. And that's yes. it, boys. Excellent. Well, that wraps up um, tonight's episode. Um so thank you to Bry for doing the predictions link and thanks to everybody participating. Um, obviously, we are going to release the Richard Silverwood one in a couple of days' time. I think in Thursday, some point. Yep. Um, so make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that and make sure you give it a listen because it is an absolute cracker. Uh, but that does it for us this week so if you are going to any games then stay safe and enjoy but from all of us here at the Loose Forward podcast for this week it's goodbye goodbye bye bye, bye.